like to Alex. Yes, Alexandra. It's weird to be on this side of the table. I mean, you're on the same side of the table you always are. I actually turned <laughs> my table around just for this. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't remember what Sarah says. Welcome. We are the Sucks. Rule of Cool Podcast. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rule of Cool Podcast. This is Alex. I'll be your DM for tonight. Sorry. And possibly for future iterations of this one shot bullshit. Are we gonna are we gonna name it side quest right now? Welcome to the side quest. Today the gang is going to introduce themselves by answering my Jeopardy questions. It's regular Jeopardy rules you have to answer in the form of a question. If you get it right, you win a health potion. Um, there will be How do we buzz in? There are three categories. You just have to shout really loud. History, D and D, or movies. The only things I know about. <laughs> And they're not going to be normal movies either. They're going to be sucky movies that only Alex has seen. And you buzz in by just yelling first. In the 23rd minute of Roma, what was the word that was said? Ah! <laughs> I buzzed Adios in. Adios mio! What is ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to buzz in, say who you are, just say your name, and then answer. Let's go movies. Movies. We'll do easy because it's Sarah. No. Yay. Oh, wait, no, you can all buzz in. I forgot how yeah. Jeopardy works. I, I like am bad this. at this. I like, okay. I like you too. <laughs> so what 1993 film came out on my birthday weekend and involved... Ah! Okay. Wait, I don't, you'll have to wait till the, 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 the question's nope. over, so ignore that. It's not quick recall. It's Jeopardy. The buzzer doesn't work. Jeopardy, right. you can go in first. No. Can't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Jason, what is it? You lose uh, one HP if you get it wrong. Uh, what is Jurassic Park? That is correct. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Very good. I had, a, I had a feeling it was going to be Jurassic Park regardless. Yeah, I was sitting there the entire time going, was I two yet? <laughs> I mean, I was six. Well, hmm. five, I guess. So let me go ahead and put my first health potion in here. Boom. Okay, now Jason, you get to pick the next category: movies, D and D, or history. Um, I'll take uh, D and D for one health potion, Alex. Okay, a health potion heals you for this many points. Ah, Adam, <laughs> Adam. Um, it's one D. Yeah, shit. It's fuck one D. Answer in the one. form of a question. Oh, what is one D four plus two? I don't know. That's wrong. That is incorrect. Ah. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> what is 1d4 plus 4, Alex? Fuck you guys. Wrong. What? What? Uh, Sarah. <laughs> is it uh, 2d4 plus 4? No, two. plus 2. It's 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. Way to go, Sarah. No, you get a health Sarah potion. got it wrong. Don't okay. give Sarah the bonus. You all suck. I we hate you. Suck. Yeah. I'm going to so give the villain a health potion. I'm writing that down. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, nobody got it right. Adam, you can choose a category. D&D. Uh, D&D, okay. <laughs> Why did you even make history an option? <laughs> I made, the questions are easy. Not that I even actually made them up. These are off the top of my head because I'm an idiot. So D&D, this spell allows you to teleport 30 feet as a bonus action. Uh, ah! I think Sarah was first. That's fine. What is Misty Step? That is correct. One yeah. health potion. 
Not completely useless, and I don't even have that on my character this time. All right, Sarah. History, I'll throw you a bone. Yes, history it is. The century that the Magna Carta was signed in. Adam. (laughs) 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 That's how I'm buzzing it, Adam. (laughs) Um, The 18th. No. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the 17th or the 16th or the 12th, maybe? Keep trying. Mm, New person, sorry, who wants to guess? Nobody knows history. (laughs) All right, fine. I'll ask a different history question. Apparently, that was too hard. Give give us the answer. It's not the 19th, is it? It was was signed in 1215. It's the 13th. Okay. All right, a different history question. Not as hard. Sorry. This invasion took place on June 6th, 1944. Ah! Jason. What is D Day, Alex? That is correct. I mean, I I did not hear invasion. I heard Asian and was very confused. (laughs) (laughs) What Asian happened? (laughs) Just just so we're all clear on how Sarah's doing tonight. All right, one more question. Jason, you get to be the person. Let's go for uh, movies for whatever the fuck, Alex. Correct. Movies for whatever the fuck. Okay. It's the Daily Double. I'm waging both my health potions, Alex. Oh my god, you're gonna get so many. Sure, let's do it. Daily Double. Okay. This famous monster franchise has come out with movies in 1933, 1976, and in 2003, I think, that was directed by Peter Jackson. Ah? Or it's 2005. Do I have to buzz in for this? No, no it's, it's a daily, daily double. double. You just go. Okay, so this is just me. Okay, uh, it's I've got it's one of two things. What what were the years again? Thirty three, seventy six, and two thousand five. I think. I think. I and the last one was yeah. directed by Peter Jackson. Yeah. So I it's I'm gonna go with my first instinct. Uh, what is King Kong? That is correct. Fuck yes. Because the other one I was thinking was Godzilla. I was like, no, because I think the Godzilla one was 2000. There was a Godzilla 2000, not directed with, by Peter Jackson, but the one with, with Matthew Frazier. Broderick was like 97 yeah, yeah, or 96. Oh, okay. My character has four health potions. Why? <laughs> Does anyone else have health potions or is it just I have one. Jason? Sarah has one. Okay. I have none. I'm but I can get worst. temporary health points if I kill people. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need health potions. Okay, cool. So we'll start off. The three of you are traveling in a carriage on your way down to Gaines Village. (laughs) And you have a note in your hands from the Priory, which is the uh, shadowy organization that you're all indebted to or work for. And uh, you are going down to Biscayne Provincery, which is the province that Gaines Village is in, traveling down the Spurrier Road. I feel like everyone get, knows something I don't. Just Adam. Yeah, I, I don't know anything of what's going on. So I don't want to. I don't want to go to that place. Uh, Lord and Lady Martez have been involved in an attack, and they are missing, and there are reports of fatalities at the site. We need your assistance immediately. Please track them down and find out if they are dead or alive. The local guard is not equipped for this task. That's the note you have, and you're beholden to this organization to go do it. I really hope they're dead. The, <laughs> is the first thing that opens the scene. <laughs> I'm going to say as Voxel, uh, he is a 
Uh, he's a high elf. Um, he's roughly like 120-ish years in Elven. So it's like basically he just became an adult um, in, I guess, the human life cycle. He's uh, a little under six foot. He's got silver eyes, pale skin, and white hair. Um, and he's wearing uh, this purple robe, um, but it doesn't quite fit him. It's like a little, like a size or two too big for him, but he tries to fill it out as best as he can as he's like, as I'm reading this piece of paper. Okay. And you're just in a regular carriage that you had hired on your way down to Gaines Village. As he says that, I'm going to make a note in my notebook and I'm going to say, my mother will hear about your, uh, your attitude towards this quest, of course. And, uh, <laughs> you zoom out to see a, uh, 18-year-old uh, male tiefling's got pasty skin, silver eyes, white, blonde, greasy hair. He's wearing uh, just kind of nice noble's clothing, and he's uh, he's got three, three retainers who are uh, walking alongside the carriage because he's not allowing them in there. His name is Malpheus, and his retainers that he calls out to to make sure that they keep up their names are, of course, Lobster, Gargoyle, and Zamboni. What? <laughs> you didn't see that? No, I, I swear took, I read everything. I took the uh, variant on the Noble, where you can have uh, three retainers. Thank you so much for bringing people who can die into this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... So Zamboni is the noble who like is my squire basically, and Lobster and Gargoyle will not enter fights. Don't worry, <laughs> <laughs> they won't have to. The fight will enter them. But they're Ooh. they're they're carrying my stuff for me and like uh, jogging along with the carriage, and I'm making notes for my mother. And Adam, what is your character doing at this point? I think I'm just staring. Out the window, really not paying attention. I mean, I've read the note, and I don't really care, and these people are boring me. Oddly, my character also has blonde hair. <laughs> I thought you were going to say three fucking retainers, and I was going <laughs> to cut you. <laughs> no. I mean, like, we are all, like, light-skinned. Oh. Um, I have some nice... Or light hair. Um, I have some nice pointy ears, as I am an elf. Um... But uh, I guess I've got some odd garb on as an elf. This is all because of the name of this place, Alex. My shirt is um, a nice, beautiful blue color. I mean, like the best color blue that you could ever imagine. It's that one. Is it like big blue? It's like a big blue. I yeah. mean, not, yeah, I would think that would be an accurate description. No one is going to understand what we're talking about. So I don't like Florida, so... It just happens to be that way. So then I also, um, on my, on like the center of my shirt is this beautiful cat-like picture that is white. It's a wild cat. Okay. Wanna... Anyway, oh, so this is unimportant. Malpheus finds your uh, clothing very distasteful. Right. I mean, but just the shirt. The rest of me is probably a normal like wood elf, like, you know, probably like brown. Okay. So you three are traveling down the road. And you start to pull up to Gaines Village at the scene, you assume, because there's a lot of people milling around on the road. Your horse and cart approach, and you see a balding man in his 40s with a sword and a shabby brown cloak approaching the cart. 
He looks haggard and worried. Behind the man, you see a long stone building with a thatched roof. There appears to be significant damage to the building on the far side. Around the lodge house is mostly farmland, but beyond the lodge house, the farmland turns into a vast marsh, thick with vegetation and completely untillable. You know this to be the lonely swamp. I I get out immediately and approach the man, holding out my hand for an introduction, okay. saying, uh, hello, uh, Malpheus Drake sent here by my mother, the one of the esteemed, uh, very important members of our organization. And um, I'm her, her son, Malpheus. I'm sure my name has uh, made it even here. Uh, kind sir, how can we be of assistance? As soon as he stops, I like... I'm walking out of the out of the carriage. I probably push him out of the way and just like you can like if you could hear my eyes roll, they were it was rolling for sure. <laughs> okay. Are there are there uh any dead bodies like around the no. this scene? Okay, you are okay. out on the road fifty feet away from this stone lodge house, and this guy walks up to you looking super worried and he's Oh thank you, thank you so much for coming. Oh my god. We just thank you. I'm gonna s- slowly climb out of the carriage and just Walk around, like looking up at the at the sky, the trees, all the stuff around, just like taking it all in uh, and just letting them do the talking. I pat the man on the shoulder and I say, "Yes, yes, I am accustomed to people crying with joy at my presence. Uh, please tell us what is uh, going on, so that I may rectify the situation for you with my um, with 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 my team." There's no joy here. Come, come. Just, you have to see it for yourselves. Oh my god, I, I've i never seen something like this. Seen what? Um, I'm gonna peek inside the door. He grabs Malpheus by the cloak and pulls him and starts walking towards the lodge house. I, I snap for Zamboni to, to uh, carry me on his shoulders because it is a little dirty around here. You're going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just the- making use of my retainers. The other two are staying with the carriage, but... Zamboni's okay. gonna carry me. So you come up to the lodge house. It is a stone lodge house about 70 feet long and 20 feet wide. You enter the door, which is already open, and walk down the hall. There are lodgers' rooms on both sides until you reach a large dining room filled with long wooden tables. This was once a warm and merry dining hall. This room was the social center of the farming community. Now the scene is grisly. There's a large chunk of wall missing in the corner. Many of the tables have been upended and two are splintered. There is blood splatter across the floor and two broken tables. Food, drink, and utensils litter the floor. The bodies of two men lay under blood-stained sheets by the large hearth, which now lies cold. I'm going to walk straight to the dead bodies. It's all that coming. Yep. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this was in here before? I'm just walking over and it's like... Gonna take a knee, uh, knee down by them and like examining the bodies and like scribbling notes in my, uh, in my book. Uh, what are you examining them for? Oh, I'm I'm just like taking notes on what death is like. Okay, go ahead and make like an investigation check or a medicine check, depending on what you're trying to do. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna do a medicine check because that's I'm like doing doing research. Okay. Medicine. That's a fourteen. 14. Okay, you can tell. I mean, they have giant gashes across their chest. One of them's neck seems to have been ripped open, and there's just a lot of blood. It's a grisly scene. It looks like they were attacked by something large. 
and either with claws or teeth. Uh, I'm going to uh, turn around and ask the uh, the balded is it he's is he bald or balding? Balding. Okay, I'm going to turn around and ask the balding man. How long have they been dead? Right now it's like seven a.m. and so you just got here like first thing in the morning. You Wait, rode through the night. How long have we been trapped? We've rode through the night. Ooh, like three or four hours from like three a.m. when you were woken up and sent down here. And he says, "Oh, they've been dead since last night. They died uh, maybe around midnight. I'm not really sure. There's we have witnesses. You want to talk to them? There's that uh, guy over there and this woman. Just there's three. Just they're here. Talk to them, please. Help." Uh, hang on, I'm gonna walk to the window and look out, and like I'm gazing at the sun. So it's like, it's only been seven hours. Hold on, I've got an idea. I'm gonna go to the body, uh, the closest body that I have. I'm gonna kneel down and pop open a health potion and pour it down the guy's throat. <laughs> and I'm gonna shut his mouth. Like, all right, maybe this will work. Roll a d20. It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I go, mm, interesting. And I'm gonna furiously start scribbling down notes. And I'm like putting my finger up to my lips like like I'm thinking, but hmm, and then go back to writing down some more. Okay. While he examines the bodies, what are the two of you doing? Adam, what's your character's name? Oh, I don't actually think I said it yet. You did not. Um, my character's name is Emerald. Not actually, I, I randomly rolled for it, so it has nothing to do with Emerald Lagasse or anything like the last one <laughs> shot you played with me, you had a different chef's name, right? But this one is, wasn't intentional. <laughs> Yes, it's I-M-M-E-R-A-L. Yeah, my character's name is Voxel, V-O-X-I-L. No, I'm going to call him Vox every time. That, so no, that's know. totally fine. That's totally fine. Malpheus is going to look at Emerald and be like, and how will you assist in this situation as I open my notebook for notes for my mother? Are you standing next to me? I, I'm, on, uh, I, I'm on Zamboni's shoulders. Are you close to me? I'm... In the doorway, so it like I'm right next to the doorway, so it depends on where just, you are. Just look at him, and I'll be like, "Shut up, you piss ant!" And I'll walk over to one of the, probably the woman, and start asking her questions. Okay, you see a woman. She's in her late thirties, blonde, and she's pretty, but she looks worn down by life. She has a barmaid's dress on, and and she just looks both sad and annoyed at the same time. Um, do you know what happened here, ma'am? I was here last night. Of course I know. Why do you think I'd be here? I don't know. It was a dumb question. It's fine. Just what do you need? What What can you tell me about what transpired here? How did this happen? Um, well, I was just at the bar washing dishes and serving drinks. And then out of nowhere, there's this loud crash. And I turn to my right. And in the corner, you just see this massive shape come crashing through the wall and just people go flying. I don't know. And then it left and the people were missing and there's dead people. It was big. It looked like an animal. People were miss missing. So there were people other than these two gentlemen here. Oh, yes, of course. There were maybe 30 people in here. This is like the town dining hall, more or less. Like everyone was here. They were eating. We were drinking, having a good time. Candles were lit. Everything was beautiful. And then I don't know. How many people were taken? Well, we just know uh, the Lord and the Lady. That's what we've been told. Oh. He's with them. And he, she points at a young man who's well-dressed and looks like a dandy or a fop. Oh, I'd love to go over to the dandy or fop. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you for the information, ma'am. I'm going to walk over to the other body and I'm going to turn around like, you said midnight last night? 
to who? The bald guy? I, just turning around because I don't I don't remember. Yes, I don't of know course. if I overheard. Oh, okay. Um hmm. I'm gonna uh, sit or get down near the other guy and start scribbling notes in the in my notebook as well. Okay, Malpheus, do you want to talk to the dandy? Yes, I would like Zamboni to put me down in a clean patch next to the dandy, because I'm sure the dandy is also not standing in blood or gore. Uh, he's actually sitting at a table. He's a young man, like in his early 20s, well dressed, but he looks like sweaty and his makeup is running and he looks tired and drunk still. To be I, he's a clown. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like a clown. Okay. <laughs> going to approach and be like, "Hi, uh, Malpheus Drake of the uh, of the Upper Drakes. Uh, perhaps you've heard of my mother. She uh, is fairly important. Um, uh, it's nice to meet you. Would you like to be my friend? Do I want to be your friend? Yes. I would. You, would you like to be my friend?" Uh, you seem like the only acceptable person in this entire establishment. If you get me a drink, I'll be your friend. I, we, we, we can make that work. We can pr- prove your, prove your worth of, worth being friends with. I'm thirsty. Do I see any drinks of any sort around? There's a bar. I'll, but I'll there go. are, I mean, yeah, there are like drinks just sitting on random tables for I sure. I will go grab one and put it in front of him. He downs it immediately without even looking at it. Probably a cigarette butt in it or something, but it doesn't matter. So next time I'm going to be like, what's your name? My name's Emmett. Emmett what? What What family do you come from, Emmett? My name's Emmett Waldo. Waldo. What, would I know anything about a Waldo family? Why are you asking me no- this? With my noble background. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have heard of the Waldo family. They are minor nobles in the court of Lady and Lord Martez. But some nobody can ever find them. Everybody always goes, where's the Waldo family? Exactly. He has a red striped shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding less and less like someone Malpheus would go talk to. Uh, no, he doesn't. He's not. Yeah. He's dressed very nicely. Oh, yes. Well, um, would you be willing to help out help out a uh, superior noble family to, uh, excuse me, I have a noble background. What was that face for? A uh, superior noble family uh, in, in aid of your lord and lady. I just figure, can't figure out why you're not just asking him questions. <laughs> I'm try, trying to be his friend. Of course I would help out my lord and lady. Fantastic, fantastic. I see there was a little bit of hullabaloo around here. Uh, What do you know about that? Well, I was sitting with the lord and the lady. I came with them. And then suddenly, behind me, just a crash. The wall caves in, and this large, like a bear, this big-ass bear just came in. The guards came and tried to protect them, but they were knocked out of the way. And they, the bear just took the lord and the lady and left. I'm going to look very puzzled at that. And I'll be like, curiouser and curiouser. Uh, this bear, did it, look, it, did, did it look like it was picking certain people out? Did it have a vendetta? Was this bear on a mission? I don't know. It was a bear. It had big red eyes. 
big red. Was it a demon? Was it a demon? Or maybe a demon bear. I don't know. I've never met demon one before. Bear. Gentlemen, we need to meet this demon bear. He may know my father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tiefling. Yes. I know. I'll come over to Malpheus. Oh, just so you know, there is one other person they're interviewing if you really right. want to talk to another person. What um what what does the other person look like? It is a large portly man wearing overalls with only one of them buttoned and chest hair is visible. He has maybe two or three teeth and a scruffy unshaven face. I'm going to uh fi- I'm going to, I'm going to close my book after I'm done writing my notes and walk over like, "Oh, okay. Uh you, sir." I'm going to point at the scruffy man with the overalls and missing teeth. Yes, dear friend. Actually, can you open your mouth again for me? Oh, why, of course. And he opens his mouth. you got a that, pretty mouth. That is <laughs> fantastic. Get, what happened to your teeth? Well, over the years, I've lost them. And, and they didn't grow back? Not one yet. Hmm, I'm opening my book and writing things down. Oh, actually, no, I did want to ask you. Did you see what happened to, to these uh, gentlemen over here on the ground? Oh, why, yes, I did. A monster came in through the corner over there, knocked over all the wall, and came in and scooped them up oh, and hit the oh. people with his big claws. It looked maybe like a badger. A, a badger? Huh. Because I heard it was a bear, and I was trying to figure out if it's a, a brown bear or a black bear or... Hmm... It looked very, it was very dark. It was very black. Okay. So, uh, so you're saying the creature is black? Yes. That narrows it down to over a thousand species. Hmm. How tall was it? Oh, mercy. It must have been 10 feet tall. 10 feet tall? Three meters tall. (laughs) Three meters. 3.3 meters tall. (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't add up. Badgers don't get that big around here. Hmm. I'm going to have to do some more research. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, did you did you happen to see like how long it took for these those two gentlemen over there to bleed out though? Oh oh my what a my stars what a terrible question. They fell no, on the ground. It's for research. And uh, maybe they only lasted a few minutes. There was blood everywhere. Oh okay, that's thank you. That, that I'm gonna scribble my notebook again, <laughs> and I'm gonna like walk off just like mum- mumbling to myself and looking at the bodies and my book again. You said it burst through a wall or a window? There, the entire corner, like a 10-foot section of the lodge house, is missing and knocked in. I, I would like to go study that area. Okay. Can you make an investigation check? I'll be there helping. Okay. I mean, I would assume that makes sense. That's a uh, non-natural 20. Okay. Well, you see that it was knocked inward. Lots of stones have fallen in. The masonry looks pretty weak, so it wouldn't be necessarily that difficult to push them down, but it's still impressive. And you see clear footprints leading to the wall and then away from the wall. Large footprints. Large humanoid footprints? Uh, They have claw... It looks like there are clawed feet, and they are much larger than a human's footprint. All right. I'm going to look at the footprints, and I'm going to be like, definitely suspect. Definitely suspect. Gentlemen, I found a clue. I have found a clue. There are footprints. A clue? I'm going to walk over there, uh, and I'm going to take a look at the footprints. Uh, Can I roll survival check? What are you trying to do? 
I'm trying to think back of all of the research that my character has done about uh, like animal species. Do a nature check. Nature check. Okay. That is a 22. Okay. It has claws and it looks like it's walking on two feet and it does look more like an ursine footprint. <laughs> it is not a wolverine, but it looks like a bear. Oh, that, no, that's on. fine. That, that's uh, so like I'm going to. Ah, okay. So it was it's uh, based on uh, some things I've read uh, during, during my research. Uh, when I was younger, this is probably some kind of big black bear. It does look like bigger than any bear you've ever heard of. Yeah. With red eyes. Everyone make note red eyes. I found that fact out. <sighs> I will write that down. Okay. Oh, and the footprints appear to continue off towards the large lonely swamp. I will walk towards the long, long. Long lonely swamp. Mm-hmm. I can't say swamp. I know. Long lonely swamp. You are your characters are all aware of the lonely swamp. It is famous because it is like the size of the Florida Everglades. We're talking about unimaginably large, hundreds of square miles, hundreds of square kilometers. Fuck you, freaking imperial system. Anyway, there are lots of stories about it being haunted, but that's all you really know. Okay, well I'll walk to like the edge of the swamp. Yeah, I'm I'm like like head down staring at the footprints and just following it along. Yeah, I'll follow the the footprint. I'll tell Zamboni to stay back and help them like clean up so that all three of my retainers are back there being useful. Oh, they're not going to come with you and die? And <laughs> not come with I me. mean, be useful? <laughs> no, die. I, I'm, no, I'm telling them to stay back there cleaning up and telling everyone how important Malfia's streak is. Okay. You're walking off into the swamp. It is a marshland here. So this is like three foot tall high grass with maybe six to 10 inches of water. So your feet are getting wet, but you can still see footprints every so often. And there's like, it's muddy. So you can tell this is high grass for a while, but you can see off in front of you, you know, uh, maybe a thousand feet away, it starts to turn into a forest, like a more like a swamp with big trees and larger pools of water. Um, gonna keep following the the footprints. Okay, you also start to smell a really strong, horrible smell. It smells like uh, methane, but also with a mix of like death. Oh, okay. So, uh, Vox uh, Voxel is extremely curious because I recognize the smell, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna float around and like follow like the stink lines. <laughs> Like they do in the uh, in cartoons or whatnot. Okay, make a perception check. Let's see if you can follow stink lines. Ooh, that is. Let's see, five plus four is nine. You just smell death. You feel like it's right underneath you. <laughs> uh, I'm. I've. I've stopped looking down, and I'm just looking up, trying to see if I can find where the smell is. So I'm off the beaten path. Okay. Are the rest of you going to continue to follow the tracks? Wait, I mean, wait, he ran off on his own? I am not, like, following the footprints anymore. I'm more intrigued by the smell that I'm smelling in the area that I've stopped looking down and, like, following each footprint and I'm trying to find the the source of the smell. You know what? I don't think my character would care. I'm going to continue to follow the footprints. 
Okay, remember you do you all do know each other, but you're not like friends. You're just yeah. people who have worked together before, and you don't necessarily have to care. Emerald's here for a job. He's yeah. doing his job. Okay. Yeah, and I'd I'd follow Emerald. Bam! You follow these tracks all the way to the edge of this uh, more forested area. It switches from marshland to more like a regular swamp that you would think of with pools of water and like mangrove roots and. So you can kind of work your way through it and find places that aren't as wet. There's some land, but you're just going to continue following the uh, track. So I would like a survival check from someone. Just one of us? I mean, you can help each other or you can all do it. I don't really care. I would stand there and just be supportive of Emerald. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to help with this role because I'm assuming that I'm out. Like, I'm away from the group walking around, like, sniffing. Uh, but like occasionally I'll look over and I'll see that they're they've like drifted away from me. So I'll walk towards them and it's like I don't know where the smell is coming from, but I can smell uh, something familiar. Malpheus being supportive. Does that help? Sure. Oh, I was going to say, no, he's just standing there being like, I know you have this. Oh, I mean, no, if you don't want to be helping me, that's fine. I can take the, the role I had. No, okay, he's not. He's it not was a you. okay. It Natural was, 20, baby. <laughs> no, it was a. A 12. 12? I mean, that's fine. It's not that hard to see very large footprints. You see that they are going deeper and deeper into the swamp, and they will stay on usually dry land, but sometimes go through the water. And you're now in a swamp with trees. It's more like a jungly swamp. There are hanging vines, pools of water, and it looks, there are bugs everywhere. I just want my familiar to be on the look, like on my shoulder on the lookout. Tell us about your familiar. My uh, white ferret. I, I haven't given him a name. He hasn't earned one yet. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what? You have to earn acknowledgement. That is what mother always says. That is why she says father has never talked to me. And so he needs to earn his own name. And he can do so by sitting on my shoulder and keeping a lookout for me. Okay. This is Jason. I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. Man, can you believe it's been a whole year since we released our first episode? Life's been super hectic for the five of us, and we cannot thank you all enough for listening to us. I mean, some of us moved, got married, had babies, just a whole mess of life events. So we're taking a quick break from the main story with the side quest series while life settles back down. We've uh, got a Q&A session that's coming out soon. I I think it's either the next episode or the one following. Um... Anyway, let me get back on script. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast or send an email to TheRuleOfCoolPodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this episode, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to you, the listener, for coming on this journey with us. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music for SideQuest is the song Stalemate by You Bred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, YouBredRaptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the SideQuest.
So now that we're in the swamp, we're going to do a kind of skills challenge to see how you navigate the swamp. So pick a skill and you're just going to do one check with it and see how you do things. There, Like I said, there are trees, there are pools of water. It's difficult to get around. It's muddy. It's gross. There are bugs everywhere. Just pick something that you do to help you get through. I will use, I will probably climb up a tree and um, try to like flip and, and jump and and I don't know, just generally be acrobatic from tree to tree. All right, you can do some monkey bar shit. Roll mm-hmm. me uh roll me in an acrobatic check. Like, I'm seeing like even bars. That's what I'm in, envisioning. Like he's just like even barring and flipping and like jumping. Like I don't know. I don't well, know. let's see how you roll because it's going to be either hilarious or it's going to be great. We shall. He falls see and breaks his neck. Can I give myself guidance from the other campaign? You cannot. Well, that's fine, because it's an 18. Boom. Okay. Yeah. It's just how you described it. You swing back and forth and do a nice little flip, get, catch another bar, keep going, and then you do like a Biles and land on the dry ground somewhere. I don't know. Did that's the, the only whole... gymnast thing I know. Yes. You're preening for the crowd with your hands that's up. It. Sure, it's whatever beautiful. That is. Uh, yeah, it was glorious. Well done. You navigate successfully. The two, The other two, what would you like to do? I, I would say Malpheus not being thrilled with the with the uh situation he's found himself in, um, has often had to go out into the field where he walks through nature and has had to find the best way to avoid nature from rubbing off on him and would like to do that now, doing a nature check to see the best way to uh just avoid the worst parts of nature. Okay, go ahead and roll. That's an 11. Okay. Well, as you're walking, you th- you know a lot about nature, or so you think. Yeah. And you're thinking like, all right, if I step on this ground here, this is going to be really sturdy ground, so I'll be able to get through across this marshy lake that's right exactly. here. Exactly. And you step on top of a lily pad, which is not very strong, and you fall into the water. Can you make a constitution saving throw? That's a three. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) You die. Okay. Uh, So you some of the water gets in your mouth and you just start coughing and it tastes gross. You notice the water is like brackish and just dark colored. It is not good. You just get this stuff in your mouth. You swallow a little bit of it. No, it's not so good. I throw up immediately if it gets in my mouth. And then I'm like on... Uh, on a root, just dry heaving over the side. You throw up all over your hands. I it's throw up gross. All over my head. It's gross, and I'm just standing there going, "Stupid nature changing itself on me." Very unhappy. Um, I'm gonna say that hearing um, Malpheus, right? I'm gonna say that hearing Malpheus. Um, <clears throat> Uh, fall in the water and start uh, vomiting. I'm going to turn, like, it's going to break me out of this, like, spell that I've been in, uh, just trying to hunt down this smell and realize that I'm too far away from them and walk over. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, did we find anything? Are you okay? I say to Malpheus. I, I'm, I'm still dry heaving, gagging, trying to clean up my mouth. Let me do another investigation, or perception check to see if I can find that smell. Over okay. the smell sure. of the... Okay, that'll work. 
That's much better. Uh, perception. Is that what you said? Yes. That's what you said. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Perception. <laughs> that's a 22 instead. Okay. So you are like fucking Gandalf in the mines. Fly, you fools. No, and sorry. And you f- use your nose and you follow the path of the tracks perfectly, stepping in all the same places that they did by following the stench. Uh-huh. And you manage to perfectly slip through this swamp without falling, nothing. You're not even looking at the ground. You're looking up and sniffing, and you're perfect. Yep. Okay. So while you're doing this, all of you catch up to where the tracks stop, and there you see, like, a filth puddle. Just black. Smells like shit. This is the thing that you think has been causing the smell, but it looks like something has rolled here, and the tracks change from bear-like to large hoof prints like more than a foot wide i would like to poke it with mage hand go ahead i i do that you succeed in poking it with mage hand (laughs) now um like how how deep can it go like what the puddle yeah oh the puddle's only like 10 inches deep how how thick how viscous is the liquid like I don't know how Mage Hand works, but it gets really gross. It looks very oily and viscous and disgusting. And you said that's the origin of the smell? No, you you think that it's related to it. You it, don't necessarily It's at least taken me there. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm going to I'm going to see the the black brackish pool. Yeah, I see the the goop, this black pool here and I'm going to be confused because uh, the ho- the bear paws turned to hooves. Um, do I recognize the creature that the hoof apprentice for? Uh, makes some sort of check. I was gonna say investigation. Uh, do or yeah, nature. sure. I don't care. It's fine. They're the same modifier. But I am proficient in there, so that is a sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, yes. You're not sure, but you think it was a very large cloven-hooved That's fine. Uh, thing that, based on how far apart the hoof tracks are and how big they are, it's probably at least 20 feet long. Well, And it seems so, like it could be some sort of animal that is like a beast of burden. Or, yeah, you know, that, imperialize that. I was thinking... Seven meters. Like, would I know the difference between, like, a horse and a centaur hoof? Like, that kind of stuff. Like... You think it is not a normal horse or cow. It is something okay. different. Okay. And in combination with the smell, you think it must be something very different. Could I be kind of like on alert and just kind of like um, looking around to make sure nothing is following us or has noticed us? Or maybe there's something around that I could possibly notice? Sure. Go ahead and make a perception check. I was trying to use all my descriptor words except percept. Thank you. Ooh. I prefer that you don't actually tell me what check you want to make. Well, I'm glad that it wasn't the one below that number. That is a six. Six? Okay. You don't think anything is following you, but you do see two very brightly colored flowers about 50 feet away from you that are like six feet tall. Hmm. Okay. That's the only thing that stands out in the area. What about my ferret? Has my ferret noticed anything? Do you want to roll for your ferret? I don't. Okay, uh, just roll a perception check for your ferret. Well, that's just a straight 13. Okay, 13. It does not notice anything, but it also sees the flowers. They're very bright and colorful. Okay. Oh, and you see that the tracks of this large beast of burden seem to 
carry on forth deeper into the swamp. Past the flowers? No, they're the op- we'll say opposite direction. It's not how it happened in my mind, but it does not matter. Not the same direction. What would you like to do? Trying to think what Malpheus would do. A dart is something I could just throw, right? Correct. I would like to throw a dart at one of the... How close am I to the um, to the flowers? 50 feet away from you. You can walk a little closer and throw it if you don't want to be at disadvantage. Well, well I do have a 45 feet movement speed. I mean... <coughs> You're so pretty, Adam. We all see you. So I will get within 20 feet of it. Okay. And then I will throw a dart at one of them. Okay, do that. Once you get a little closer, you see that they look... Like, the actual flower part, the petal itself is almost six feet tall. Like, it is huge. Uh, I rolled a 13. 13, that hits the flower. You put a hole in the petal, and it looks... I would looks... like to point out I did five damage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do five you damage to it. Boss. And it does seem to um, shrink back a bit when you hit it. Like, it has some sentience. Hmm. And turn around and walk back. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to uh I'm gonna hear him like chuck this dart and I'm like, what are you what are you doing? I don't know, I just wanna know what was going on with this. I like to uh walk up to the the flowers. I am proficient with the her- herbalism kit, and I have an herbalism kit. So should I make a nature roll to see what kind of flower this is? Um sure. How close are you to the flower? Uh I'm gonna walk up unaware. Uh, that it could be anything. All right. Well, then can you make <laughs> a wisdom saving throw? Sure. You, it gives off some pollen, and you see some pollen spores in the air. All right. So let's see. Wisdom saving throw. That's a 16. You feel like it's a pretty beautiful flower, but you don't feel anything different. Okay. Go ahead and make a check on the flower. Nature. That's a 14. 14, okay, you recognize this flower, and you realize that it's a carnivorous flower. Okay. And you know that it can lure people into its petals and then consume them, and they're known to be in swamps and other areas like that. Okay. Was it trying to charm me? Yes. Uh, Oh, I have advantage against being charmed, so just throwing that out there. Well, you didn't fail, so it's yeah. all good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snap out and realize, like, oh, I'm gonna back up like quickly because I recognize the flower. I don't know why I had to get so close to really examine it. I guess I have like death on the mind, um, so I'm gonna back up. But uh, guys, that's um, that's a not a flower. One of trap. its little leaf arms waves at you slightly. Oh, I'm gonna wave back at. <laughs> let's uh, let's not get near the uh, man-eating um, or the carnivorous plant. Sounds good to me. Pitfall traps. This is this is kind of cool, but I can't pronounce any of these. What are you talking about? I looked up carnivorous plants because I was actually curious. What do you say, gentlemen? Let's just continue on following the big hoof prints. Okay. Can I, ma- can I use Mage Hand to pick up a start? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to pick up a start with Mage Hand and give it back to him. I'd like to okay. high five your Mage Hand with my Mage Hand. Oh, God. <laughs> I, okay, hold roll dexterity <laughs> checks. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your mage hand is gonna like, like put up for a high five, but I'm just gonna look at it because I don't know what high fives are. <laughs> uh, I'll still go in for the high five with it and give it to you, and it'll be sad on your part, 
but I'll just know that that's because I'm better at high fives than you are. No, I, my character doesn't know what high fives are. And I'm better at them than you are. I, I don't I don't see how we're saying different things. Okay, so you've been in the swamp now for about 30 minutes. And you're going to follow the hoof prints for another... No, I don't want to follow the hoof prints. I want to follow the bear prints. They stopped at the hoof prints and your other party people just said the hoof prints. I'm I'm going to follow the No, the hoof so prints. I thought the prints you were talking about were the bear prints. The hoof prints go to that nasty black pool and then from that pool only hoof prints continue on. So the bear prints are completely disappeared in there. Correct. But it looks like the bear was stopped and walking around in this area, like where the black pool is. Okay, yeah, if they're following the prints, I want to follow the prints. Okay, you follow the hoof prints for maybe another 20 minutes, and then you come up to a very wide pool. So like a giant lake inside of the marsh that's only 40 feet across in front of you, but about 500 feet wide. Sorry, metric people, I don't feel like doing this anymore. (laughs) Uh, On the right side of the pool, there's like higher ground, And it looks drier, but it's also just like a thicket of thorns and bushes and stuff. And on the left side, it's just really muddy and nasty. The hoof prints go to the water and then through the water. And there is some like black smelly shit where the hoof prints are. And it would be much quicker to go through the water, but you'd have to go through the water. Would I be Um, able to like, how to tell how deep it is? Sure. Like, Um, yeah, I guess... You don't really have to roll if, unless you want to. I could give you like generic information. That's fine. If you walk up close, you think that it's probably deep enough that you'd have to swim, but not like 100 feet deep, like maybe 10 to 30 feet deep in the middle. I want to try sending my ferret through the water. All right, then. <laughs> sure. I can re-summon him. This is fine. like the sixth ferret that I've had this week. I don't, I don't give them names until they've proven themselves. All right, you send the ferret through the water. I'd imagine that you would probably have thrown it in and yeah. then made it swim the rest of the way. Do you throw it? it to the, no, like I, I, I just kind of gently chuck it towards the water and then point and tell it it'll get a name if it survives. Okay, so the ferret gets about halfway across and then the water starts to bubble a little bit, just like with movement, not like something's underneath that's breathing, but just starts to get choppier. And then the ferret, you see it kind of like get pulled down for a second once, and then once again, and then I don't know if they bleed or not. Familiars? Yeah. Like, it just pop out of existence? Yeah. So it, it took enough damage to go away. When it hits zero, how it much disappears, leaving behind no physical form. How much HP does it have? Uh, let me look up the HP of a weasel. Two. Yeah, it's super it dead. Two. It okay. disappears. And that is why you do not waste a good name on a worthless creature. So uh, I think I think we have to go one of the two ways, boys. I'm going to uh, get close to the water and sniff it. Okay. Roll a perception check. Okay. No, just screw that. It smells like water. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was like the same kind of uh, liquid as the, the black pool that we came across. The rest of the water looks normal. It just looks like where this thing went through the water, this black shit is there, and it smells. Okay, okay. That's fine. And the whole pool the... is not disgusting, though. It's just that little area. 
I don't have any spells to help me get through this. I wish that I had, like, ice or anything. To reiterate, if you go around it to the left, it's muddy, and to the right, it's a thicket of thorns. And it is a longer way around, but not super far. I think we should go around. I don't think that we want to, like, die. Not At least not yet. Not me. But if you yes. all would like to volunteer... No, yeah, that, that was the purpose go? of the ferret. Um, I think we should go to the left. Because I don't really want to walk through all those thorns and tear up my clothes. Ooh, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm looking down at my already ruined nice clothing and just say, fine. There's still chunks of vomit on your sleeves as you were on all fours throwing up. Can I... Try, can I spend like a, like 30 seconds and try to clean myself off? Like, Do you have prestidigitation? No, I don't have it. At the edge of the water? Yes. I would like to do that. I'll just make a check. Okay. Uh, while you're washing your hands in the water. Oh, as you're sitting there, what's your AC? 12? Just barely misses. The water starts to get a little choppy right under your hands, and then a couple little fish... Just go after your fingers really quickly and jump out of the water, but they miss you barely. Like, you pull your hand back just in time. They eat some of the vomit instead by accident. Yes. Like, they find a chunk piece, and, like, that's what they get. Okay. Am I at least a little cleaner? Yes. Your hands are definitely cleaner, and you know there are little fish in there with red bellies. (laughs) Okay. So, which way are you going? Apparently muddy side. Muddy side. The muddy side. Muddy side up. All right, so the muddy side, it's a bank that's probably eight feet above the water's edge, and it slopes down towards the water, and then there are, like, bushes and stuff blocking you from going further around, so you only have, like, a 10-foot window to walk across. So everyone make a dexterity saving throw and just try to get through the mud, unless you have another thing you want to do. No, I don't have anything that would help me with mud. (laughs) God damn, I'm bad. Yeah, I rolled an eight. I rolled Seven. <laughs> a what, Jason? Eight. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. All right. Seven, seven plus one I is plus eight. Five. Last time I checked. So all three of you slip in the mud and start sliding down towards the water. Can I try to do some acrobatic shit to correct? And I don't know. Yes. Is there any way? Like, do you think I'd be able to get across the the water? It's By, like sliding four hundred and... feet across. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said forty. It's 40 across, like, straight, but that would, now you're, like, on the side, so you'd be angling the other direction for oh, 400 okay. feet. But, yes, please go ahead and tell me what you're going to do to stop yourself from sliding down a, a not super sharp slope into the water. Well, can I just, like, do acrobatics to try to grab something? Is that... Uh, make up what you're doing. Like, just say there's a root and I want to grab it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm going to try to do. Like, grab a root or, like, a bush or something, yeah, that's in the way that I'm just trying to, like, grab onto. All right. You can do acrobatics. You'll do, like, grab it and flip over and then plant your feet. That's the acrobatic part. Yeah, like, yeah, if it works. Oh, it will. Um, That's going to be a 22. All right. So you grab the root and do, like, a half flip and land on your feet still holding the root. Now perfectly straight up and down. Just like, hell yeah, I'm awesome. Anybody else? You going to try anything or are you going to go in the water? I want to try to grab him. Do what? I, I want to see Emerald like saving themselves and like try to grab him. Okay. Go to ahead. Hold me up. Make a strength saving throw to grab on. T- or no, not strength saving throw. A strength check. Athletics if you want. 
Can I gonna be honest? I, I'm gonna have to roll well, regardless. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Oh, oh my <laughs> Fuck god! Yeah. Fuck All yeah! Right. <laughs> With you a negative one for a nineteen. <laughs> You grab onto him like uh, your life depends on it with like death grip claws. They're ripping into your legs, Emerald. Can I contest this? Uh, <laughs> Emerald starts kicking. <laughs> so you're just hanging on from Emerald's legs. Uh, what are you going to do, Vox? As I'm sliding down, I'm going to uh, use my quarterstaff to just kind of like dig into the ground to slow myself down. Okay. I have a dagger as well, but I just don't feel like it's going to go that well with mud, but... I would use my quarterstaff. All right. Okay. I'm sure Vox is ripped. Oh, yeah. He's got a minus one. Uh, That's for a 13. 13. Okay. You grind to a halt inches from the water's edge, and you're just like, oh, that worked. Yeah. Okay. I'll slowly, slowly climb back up like, oh, man, Uh, watch watch that last step. Yeah, let's be a little careful here. I'm going to be cautious and go at like half my move speed to get around all of this. Okay. As you do, since you're able to know that it's a danger, you now are more cautious and you make it around to the other side of the pool and you're able to meet up with the tracks that went directly through the pool. Okay. Um, Is there anything interesting about the um, tracks or, or is it just kind of like blackish when it's in the water? They're a little cleaner now that they're on the other side, but they do start to become black again as you follow them. Okay. I'm going to continue to follow the the tracks. Okay. Yep. I'll follow, obviously. So you're following for another 15 minutes, and then you start to hear like a buzzing sound. Everyone make perception checks. I got a 15. 17. (laughs) I got a negative to perception. You have a negative to everything. So that's a nine. (laughs) Okay. So both Vox and Emerald hear a buzzing sound coming from the right side, and you're able to identify which direction it's coming from, and you turn to face it. Malpheus is confused and starts looking up into the trees, thinking it's above him. Yeah. The two of you see coming out of the trees three very large insectoid mosquito-looking things that are the size of a like a German shepherd or a... Maybe like a Rottweiler. They're like three feet long, four feet long. And they are 25 feet away from you. I'm going to ready my bow. Your bow? Yeah. Fox had a bow? (laughs) You're the shittiest wizard and the shittiest sorcerer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still going to pull out my bow, my long bow, and I'm ready to to fire. Okay, everybody roll initiative. I'm going to be all ready ready to punch something. It's a 16. Ooh, 22. Vox? Uh, I'm covered in mud. I got a three. Ooh. <laughs> you did not roll the lowest. <laughs> hey, hold on. Just... All righty. Adam, you are first. So they're coming out of the trees. You're in a bit of a clearing. There are vines hanging above them, and there are at least three or four trees directly encircling them. They're only They're each... Five feet apart from each other, like going in formation, like in a V with the middle one closest to you. You said there's three of them, right? Yeah. And there are different pools of water and muddy places and stuff around, but you can avoid them if you choose. And they have very long proboscis. They look like a foot long and razor sharp. I will go up. Oh, no, I won't. That's dumb. 
I will throw a dart. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to move at all. I'm going, well, I'll get, I'll move five feet. Closer? To get to 20 feet. Yeah, to get to 20 feet with of them. And uh, I'll, at the, the middle one, I will throw a dart. You can only throw one dart. That's fine. Just so you yeah. know. All right, go ahead. Oh, that's not going to hit because that was a seven. Seven? No, that misses. You throw a dart and it lands weakly about 10 feet away from you into the ground, just like somebody who's really shitty at darts in real life. <laughs> just throwing lawn darts in the middle of a fight. Next up is mosquito number one. That is the middlemost mosquito. It moves 20 feet, or I guess 15 feet up to you, Emerald, and it tries to stab you with its proboscis. And it rolls a natural one. So that does not hit my it breaks off, AC it breaks of off, it breaks off. No, no, it's a mosquito. I don't even know how it could really do that. Are you, you're not wearing armor, are you? No, but my AC is 15. It stabs through your blue shirt and gets <gasps> stuck in the shirt, and it's like up against you, but it can't pull its stinger out to hit you again. I'll give it disadvantage on its Ugh, next attack. It's grappled itself on there. But it has ripped your stupid wildcat logo. Dare you. Fine. Okay. Malpheus, it's your turn. Malpheus uh, does not like this creature coming towards them. Oh, Emerald's going to kill me. I'd like to hit it with a firebolt. Go ahead. It has a 14 to hit. That hits. Yay! They are mosquitoes. (laughs) But my seven didn't hit. Yeah, I don't even know if anything in the game we get hit by that. I think a gelatinous cube is a six. That's that's four fire damage. Plus four fire damage. Yes. Plus any flammable object. Unattended flammable. Unattended. Objects. Clearly, I'm attending my shirt. So the mosquito is hit in the face with this, and it just singes your shirt slightly, but it doesn't catch on fire. But you now have a black mark on it as well. All right. Next up is Vox with his three. I was readying my bow, um, and I'm going to take aim at the closest closest mosquito. You said that there were three of them, correct? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I knew how many there were. Uh, I'm going to uh, fire my bow. Go ahead. That's, <laughs> that's a natural one. All right. Fuck. <laughs> Adam, evens or odds? Evens. Ooh, roll damage, Jason. Okay. Uh, like, uh, sure. longer damage? <laughs> Yes, 1d8. All right, so here's my d8. That is 2 plus 1 piercing damage. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> He's about to kick it back at me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> can I please deflect missile yes, back? you can. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, do you have the thing where if you spend a key point, you can throw it back yet? Yes, that's if, deflect missiles. If you want to, you can do that to attack the mosquito. Okay. Or Vox, no, your choice. I'm okay. Oh, wait, a D10, not a D20, Adam. You're going to get it. It's plus your monk level, right? Yeah, which is three, so I have to, I will for sure. I got a five, so I caught it. So you catch, out. so Vox lines up this shot, and you see him, like, shaking visibly, and it just comes right at you, and you just snag it out of the air right in front of your shoulder. You're not supposed to hit me. <laughs> you can hear me off of the distance, but I'm helping. <laughs> Are you? I ready another arrow. You know what? At least he doesn't have a negative to hit with the bow. That's true. All right. Uh, The other two mosquitoes come up. Neither one of you two went closer, right, Sarah and 
Jason. Oh, goodness, no. If anything, I made sure that there was at least one person between me and the mosquitoes. All right, so they both come up to Emeril because they can only reach him. They both stab at you. One of them rolls a 23 and one of them rolls a 7. The 23 will hit. Okay, so you take 5 damage from it piercing you with its uh, proboscis, its stinger That doesn't thing. count as a, as, a, um, as a missile, does it? No. So you are pierced with this, and you are considered grappled because it is stuck into you. Okay. Uh, then that's back to the top of the order, which is Imelda. Imelda, Emerald. Imelda. Um, all right. So this, I'm, I'm getting just like a little bit more upset here. So I'm going to uh, try to hit the one with my short sword. Which one? The one that's in stabbed into you? The one? No. Well, wait, no, because the one that hurt my shirt first. Okay. The one that I damaged. Yes. yes. Go ahead. Wait, why would you use your sword? You're, you're a monk. Uh, short sword is a monk weapon. Oh, I'm sorry. So uh, that would be a 19 to hit. That definitely hits. Four damage. Four? That's it. You do not kill it. It <laughs> okay. is. It looks extremely hurt. Yes, well, I will use my um, uh, my fist for, I'll do my whatever. I'll punch it afterwards. I will punch it in its face. Yeah, I, I would. I swing with the one, with the one sword with my other hand. I come, you know, for a cross or whatever the fuck, however you fight. I'm going to assume it's a plus five to hit. So a nine? It does not hit. Wait, even though it's got disadvantage to hit me, I can't have advantage to hit it. All right, sure, yeah, you have advantage to hit it. Are you fucking kidding me? I rolled two fours. <laughs> okay, you double miss. Uh, all right. All right, next up is that mosquito with disadvantage to hit you because it's stuck in your shirt. It rolled a natural 20 and a four, so it misses you. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Oh, and it does, we'll say it does struggle free this round, so it is now free of your shirt. Next up is Draco... Malpheus. <laughs> Can I, as a free action, as a free action, I know that that one's really weak. I'll be like, don't kill the weak one. Yeah. I'm going to yell, don't kill the weak one. I allow you to talk in combat anytime you want. Okay. I don't care. All three of these guys are attacking Emeril. All three of the yes. mosquitoes. Would you say that there was one that was within five feet of the other two? Yes. They're all three within five feet of each other now because they are all right on Emerald. I would like to use a uh, first level spell, Ice Knife, <laughs> on yeah, on the one that's like in the middle of the trio. Okay, that is Assuming... the one that is currently stabbed into Adam. Yeah, I, I want to use Ice Knife on it. Go I ahead. I thought it got free. No, that... One is in his shirt and one is in his stomach. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. That's a 15. That hits. Okay, so that one is going to take six piercing damage. Okay, it's still alive at the moment. And then, so Emeril and the other two need to make dexterity saving throws or take 2d6 cold damage. All three of them take it. I rolled two natural 20s. <laughs> really? Two natural 20s and a six. So the six fails. I rolled an, uh, an 11. 11 also fails. So how much damage do they all take? Well, the two who rolled natural 20s succeed. They still take half, right? Not according to the card, because it's a level one spell. Yeah, probably not. 
So Emeril and one of the babies take eight cold damage. So the one that took eight cold damage, which was the one that Adam had already hurt. Sorry. That one dies. It just explodes. Well, you can tell me what happens. How do you kill it? So it explodes. And the two that got the natural 20s were just so good at like dodging it. It actually took like all three explosions worth like, okay. into it. And it just falls. And I look over at Emerald and I just go, sorry, do better. All righty. So the one that stabbed into his stomach still was injured and is hurt badly. By the ice knife, it is now Vox's turn. There's some green ooze coming out of that one. I don't know what color mosquitoes bleed. Red, usually, because that's the blood they've sucked out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use a uh, favorite of the podcast. I'm going to use Toll the Dead. Toll uh, the Dead! Toll the Dead! Um, so that, uh, the mosquito that's uh, connected to Adam has to make a wisdom saving throw. It rolled a two. Uh, that does not beat a 13, so I get to roll 1d12 necrotic damage, because it's damaged, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. So, that's 11. Okay, you kill the fuck out of this thing. How does it die? I'll go with what Adam has used as a description before. It just, it hears some ringing bells in its head. Mm-hmm. Can mosquitoes hear? Either way. Uh, I'm just gonna say that it just like it vibrates itself until it like just falls limp. Oh, I wanted it to just pop, like, like the pressure built up too much. Yeah, so it's now dead. So the uh, proboscis that was stabbed into you slowly starts to fall out, and now it is the other mosquito's turn, which is going to try to attack Emerald. Good lord, I'm rolling really well. That's 18. That'll hit. Alrighty. You take five more damage. Sweet. I'm looking less great. It stabs you in the like the higher ribs under your armpit mm-hmm. and kind of just like goes deep in and it you kind of feel like it's in your lung a little bit. Okay. And I'm super pissed. I'll be like, I told you not to kill anything. And I will swing uh my um my sword short sword at it. Woo. Seventeen. Hits. And eight damage. Ooh, you hurt it very badly. It is hanging on by a thread. Like its neck is literally one thread hanging on to the rest of its body. Why can I not hit with this <laughs> other freaking thing? <laughs> I rolled a seven. It shockingly misses. Malphius, it is your turn. Not good at punching. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to firebolt it. Go ahead. I'm, do, I'm just like fire and ice, like patting myself on the back. It's another fifteen. That hits. You kill it. How do you kill it? A, a two two damage is gonna kill it. Yes. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna hit it. So when I hit it with fire, I'm just gonna look at uh, Emerald and I'm gonna be like, "You're really like not good at killing." Things. He, even he killed something, and I, I point to Voxel. I'm like, all right, now that that's over, I think we can carry on. Yes? Hold on. Tempt me, mother. <laughs> yeah, I, I, want, I want him to do something to tempt me, because I also have vicious mockery. 
man. I would love to kill him. I was mulling over trying to to uh, fight her, but I'm very weak, so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stare at uh, Malpheus and just be like, well, we need to take a rest. I don't think that's the best use of our time. Mother is expecting us back. I don't really care about your mom. Well, you should. She's kind of she's kind of important. Basically nothing. Don't you know? I've been around longer than you have. Oh, we can we can take a rest. You're you're gonna insult my mother. And I I would like to say, uh, at least my mother loves me, and I would like to cast a vicious mockery on you. So wisdom saving throw at him. That's a twelve. That that fails. So that is uh, two psychic damage. Okay. And you have disadvantage on your next attack. <laughs> and I'll sneer at you. Okay. That's fine. I'm just going to sit down and start taking my rest. I mean, I'm I'm going to go check out the the uh, dead mosquitoes, the ones that are at least still somewhat intact uh, while he takes a rest. Okay. What are you trying to do? I'm just I'm just uh, doing like, you know, studying some biology, seeing okay. how their life essence isn't there anymore, so. Give me a nature check. You might as well for fun. Okay. Uh, so nature. Nature 14 plus 3 is 17. Okay. So you get a good score and you look at them. You start, like, examining. You take the proboscis out. And you realize, like, this could be used as a dagger. It's really sharp. It would probably have the same properties. You look through its and organs and stuff and you see a lot of goopy fun things and blood and you're like oh that's human blood in there or animal blood do you want to do anything i'm gonna uh i guess i'll harvest that proboscis dagger just for some cool flair cool so you rest you can all roll hit dice if you want to i'm the only one that needs to although i i am in my in my notebook going to just keep glaring at emerald and taking copious amounts of notes on how terrible he is to report back to my mother. Are you other two going to keep watch? I'm three uh, short. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm just doing research on the, the dead mosquitoes. Malpheus, are you keeping watch? Not actively. I'm, I'm just so used to having a ferret watch for me that I didn't even think about it. All right, nothing happens anyway. So you manage to get through this hour. You feel a bit healthier. Some of your wounds are closing up because you're magic. I don't know. And you go ahead and are you going to continue following the hoof marks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm hanging back, though. Sounds good. So you continue on for another hour following these tracks. They just keep going on and on. It is now almost midday. You continue walking. It's just same thing, marshland, trees, high grass. But eventually, you emerge into a clearing, a large clearing, And the ground is perfectly solid, but there are tons of small pools of water that are only a couple meters across. And each of them are pretty much evenly spread, but not like geometrically, just like all of them are 10 feet apart. There's probably 50 of them in this very large clearing. And you see that the very first one, the hoof prints go up to, and then that one is now a dark color and it looks and kind of smells funny, but the rest of them look like they're almost fresh water. Does it smell the same way that the black pool did? Yes, it's the same smell. But you're you're at like the entrance to this clearing. You haven't gone in yet. Gotcha. I want to poke it with Mage Hand. Okay, I guess you then go in and go up to it and 
No, am I 30 feet away? Oh, yeah, sure. But it like the water is kind of in a recessed pool, so you can't like see into it super well. I, I just want to poke it to see if something happens when it's disturbed by Mage Hand. Okay, you poke it, and it kind of smells worse, like a little bubble comes up, but nothing oh. else happens. Okay, Mage Hand comes back to me. All right. While you're standing here, you hear regular birds and bees and stuff, and you hear buzzing. Like normal buzzing, not mosquitoes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then suddenly all of that stops and it just goes dead quiet. Can I do a perception check? Sure. 19. Okay. You hear a, like a low rumbling, like a... <laughs> like the glass would be shaking on your dashboard if you were in Jurassic Park. I was going to say, like a certain 1993 film that came out on your birthday? <laughs> Correct. Correct. We were in. We were at the tree line. You're on the like the near edge. Say it's it's a square shape. Mm-hmm. You're at like the close front left edge of it. So to your left is woods, and to your back is woods. And this sound sounds like it's coming from the opposite corner, the okay. diagonal I wanna, corner. I wants to hide in the woods. Okay, like just in the tree line. You hear that sound, and you're gonna hide. What are you two of you going to do? Yeah, I'm gonna hide. Yeah, I'll, stealth I'll, or whatever. I'll hide down as well. Okay. Go ahead and but roll stealth checks. I like walk back into the trees. Like that uh, gif of Homer Simpson walking back into the mm-hmm. hedge? You know, with my very loud, ornate noble's clothing, I rolled an eight. Okay. So like I think I'm hiding, but I've got like shiny buttons and everything on. I rolled six. Oh, God. Um, I rolled a 24. I would know to not be anywhere near those two. Correct. They are fumbling and like idiots. Somebody's cloak is hanging out like on top of a bush that they're hiding behind. I'm assuming they don't know where I'm at even. I'm pushing Voxel out in front of me because I want someone between me and the thumping. Yeah, they're fighting for a spot. All right. While you're doing this, you see in the opposite corner that like the noise gets louder and louder. The trees start to crack and some of them break and split apart and like fall to the side. And you see coming out, of course, a giant ape-like creature <laughs> about 30 feet tall, like 10 meters tall. It is about 100 feet away from you. You see it just it's walking into the edge of the clearing and it stops, kneels, puts its hand in the water and then lifts some water up to its mouth. I'm going to. I'm gonna keep like myself hidden. I don't know. I don't want to antagonize this th- this beast. I'm also looking at my spell sheet right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see that it like glances up with your shitty hiding, and yeah. it looks across at the other diagonal and kind of like sniffs the air, and then just goes back to drinking water from its hand. I'm just watching from my very hidden spot. I also watch from my very hidden spot. Terribly. Because I think I did a good job. I'm going to say with my six, I'm going to be like, you're in here. Psst. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found it. I'll whap him on the head, but it'll be a little, like, too loud. Like, you can actually hear the slap a little bit. Okay. You with, see our, with our amazing hiding. The ape again, like, quickly lifts its head up and looks across at you. And you see maybe some recognition in its eyes, but it doesn't seem interested particularly 
And then you hear a sound, like a screech sound from somewhere far off into the woods, like the same direction as the ape, and it stands up and walks off into the woods. Uh, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. It's walking away from you. No, I know, but now that I have seen uh, this giant thing, uh, Vox is a little shaken and is going to cast Mage Armor. Gotcha. I think it lasts like an hour, doesn't it? At least. They're di- like bark skin short and one of them's really long. Eight hours. Um, eight hours. I would also like to cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. <laughs> it lasts eight hours. All right. So what would you like to do after that? I'm going to, again, whisper in a stealth roll of six. We should follow that thing. I'm still hidden and they don't know where I'm at. I'm not necessarily going to let them know because <laughs> those two are idiots. Yeah, I'm going to go around the water like I'm going to slowly before you go off following this thing. Let me just make this very clear. The hoof prints walk up to the first pool and then go off to like the left into the woods. They do not go across the diagonal towards where the ape was. And the ape is 30 feet tall and you were told the bear was 10 feet tall. Oh, okay. Never mind. My Follow bad. the footprints. Yes. I'm still casting mage armor. You can totally go follow the thing down, but Vox is not stupid. He no, would have no, noticed no. the differences. Also, it the screech, was it the direction it went back to? Yeah, it was just like a little bit. It's still in the far corner, but like a little different angle. So something even worse was calling the ape to it. Possibly. You have no idea. You just know it was a sound. I guess you could try to roll something, but it's it was very faint. No, I want to keep following the tracks. Okay. So you see the tracks go from that first pool and then go off to the woods. I would like to clarify with Adam that he should not be taking an attitude with me. I have a 16 charisma. He can do what he wants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like I said, the tracks, they go to the first pool and then they continue along like the far left edge and go back into the woods. Okay. Vox will revise his statement. I will... I don't think we should follow that thing. <laughs> Let's just follow the tracks. <laughs> I'm gonna follow the tracks. Follow I'm gonna, him. I'm gonna follow behind them. They don't know that I'm there. I'm still gonna stay hidden because half my speed's like 23 feet. So, <laughs> fair enough. I can, I can almost keep up with them. Okay. So make another stealth check to stay hidden because that was to hide in the bushes. This is to hide while walking. That's fine. Natural 20. That's a 19. Close enough. All right. My passive is a nine, just so you're aware, Alex. Yes. I know neither one of your passives is 19. So if you're not actively looking for him, you don't know where he is. Yeah, no, I'm I'm oblivious. No, I assumed he died. Like, he, (laughs) I mean, he, he... He didn't do well in the last battle, and he couldn't even kill anything, so... I'm going to do an investigation check to follow the path, and that is 17. Okay, you can easily follow the very large tracks. Like I said, they're like a foot wide. I have a comically large magnifying glass that I'm peeking through. I I want to look at the other pools of water as we're passing, and like poke them with my mage hand to see if anything fun is about them. Okay, you poke them, and again, nothing actually happens. They look like nice, clear water. And like I look down, and it just looks like little water depressions in the earth all over. Okay. Man, this is bad. Now, I... Sarah versus character. Sarah versus character. It's gotta be character. 
I know. I I want to I want to poke it with my wand. Okay. You poke water. It ripples like water. <laughs> I I want to try cleaning off a little bit more of the dried vomit. Okay. <laughs> you successfully clean dried vomit in water. Okay. This just in, water still wet. You know <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he took a lot of time to describe these stupid pools. I know, I know. I just think it's, I think it's funny. Like, hmm. I'm sure it's there to point out the dichotomy between the ones we've seen versus this. Yeah. So, Alex, would you say that's a red herring? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little cleaner. That's all that matters, and we keep going. Luckily, that gave me enough time. I'm fully caught up to them. They still don't know where I'm at. Yeah. I now know how to say proboscis in sign language. <laughs> is it actually proboscis is an O? I know. I I think... It is said with a proba. According to Reddit, it's actually proboscis, but proboscis is an incredibly common version slash misspelling that shows up even in tightly edited materials, like Business Insider. I know that wasn't funny, but at least you learned something. And now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe!